Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the final week of the regular season. It's Vanderbilt Week, Senior Day coming up on Saturday. He's Eric Kane, Rob Lewis, and Brent Hubs. I'm Austin Price, and guys, this is a uh, a game that uh, you know it shouldn't be hard to get up for. It's a it's a traditional rival. Vanderbilt's not been very good, but they've had two weeks to prepare, which means you'll get their best shot. You know, I don't know what you're going to get. I mean, if you're Vanderbilt, you're two and nine. You just had an open date, and then you've got to come back out for four days of practice on Thanksgiving to travel to Knoxville to take on Tennessee. And on the flip side, Tennessee's not where they thought they would be. I, I'm going to be fascinated to see the emotions of this game at the start for both teams, Rob. I think it's tough for, all, for Vanderbilt because of all the things you mentioned. I mean, t- Tennessee, at least, you know, they have a bowl game out there. It's going to be a home crowd. I mean, the th- like, like you're talking about with Vanderbilt, open date, you know they had a couple days off. Then you have to come back on Thanksgiving week. The you know dorms are empty, campus is empty. It's just you there with your two and nine football team. I just, I man, I think Vanderbilt. I get your point about it's going to be weird for both teams, but I think it's going to be really hard for Vandy to bring a lot of juice. Yeah, I mean, I would agree, and um, I know Tennessee the way it's played the last couple of weeks. You can't over, you can't afford to overlook anybody. But I mean, this is a horrible Vanderbilt football team. Uh, it's lost nine in a row, winless in SEC play, pretty much last in the conference in almost every category. Everything. And yes, Tennessee needs to have a, a good week of practice. Be, you know, come out not sleepwalking, obviously, but even if you're not your sharpest, even if it's a little sloppy, I mean, this should be a game Tennessee wins by double digits. And I think you're going to get Vanderbilt's best shot, which means the whole kitchen sink. And, and even then, like, I think all the bullets could be exited at the gun by 
halfway through the first quarter and Tennessee could have a 10-point lead and Vanderbilt's going, uh-oh. Yeah, I mean – We, we don't know, have anything left. There's yeah. nothing left. I'm empty. Well, and, and, you know, they've got offensive line issues, quarterback struggles. They've got lots of issues. Yeah, they're going to throw a wrinkle. They're going to trick play. They're going to try to do something. Mm -hmm. you got to be ready for all those things early. But Tennessee's job is to break Vanderbilt's will very early in this football game. And uh, Tennessee's been a fast-starting team, Eric, for the most part. And they, they need that. That script has worked well, particularly at home. It needs to work early, and they need to break Vanderbilt, whatever will they have, they need to break that very early in this game. Yeah, on both sides of the ball. And again, you mentioned how it's been a fast-starting football team, scoring on the first possession several times from fit, over 50 yards, three times from Jalen Wright on the opening possession. So it's been good offensively, obviously, but defensively, you need to come out, get a couple three and outs, maybe before it's a turnover. I, I couldn't agree more. This week in particular, it's going to be senior day. It's going to be an emotional kind of roller coaster, if you will. But again, it's a weird week and, and two teams not where they want to be, obviously, but looking to finish strong. Joe Milton will be your starter coming up on Saturday, no matter how much some of the fans would love to see Nico get that start. Um, it's senior day and he's got to be better. I mean, a week sure. ago, he just, you know, the completion percentage was subpar um, and, and Joe Milton's got to be better on Saturday. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, the whole offense has to be better. I don't know what that's going to look like on the offensive line. You know, you got to run the football better. Um, everything's got to be better, um, you know, for Tennessee. And you just got to have some efficiency. I mean, just make a play somewhere along the way, Rob. Well, I you mean, know? you're talking about make a, efficiency, make a play. I mean, those, those things show up more than – they show up a lot of places. They show up two, in two of 11 on third down, yeah. which is what Tennessee was. And, any you know, Coach Heupel, I think – he harped on that one after the game Saturday night, understandably. I think after watching the tape, when we talked to him on Monday, you know, 2 of 11 on third down, not being able to sustain things, I think we're, we're still his biggest laments from the Georgia game. And, and that's, you know, a lot of that's the run game. A lot of that's getting off schedule. A lot of that's, you know, inaccuracy from the quarterback. But the, the bottom line, there, there's a lot that goes out into it. It's not just Joe Milton, why they're 2 of 11 and, and can't move the football in third. But down. he's not been nearly good enough. No, and, no, and, no. And you're in a situation with your offensive line, too, Eric, that, I mean, it just – against a good defense, it feels really hard to make a first down. Shouldn't be that way no. this week. Get into a rhythm, play fast, get back to some semblance of an identity of what you're trying to be. Yeah, again, go back to what you do best, and that's running the football and, and something that – you know, Tennessee's done well at certain times this year, but not really consistently is that tempo. And you say go fast. Tennessee's at its best when it's got tempo. And you got to win first downs, got to run the football. I'll go back to something you said a moment ago, Brent, and I wrote about it as well. Uh, you're not seeing enough guys just go out and make some football plays. Um, Joe Milton's been bad. I'm not trying to say Joe Milton has, has been great or anything, but there were some passes, you know, last week in particular. You love to see Caleb Webb come down with that ball in the end zone or, or you know, Ramel Keaton down the sideline. Go make a football play. And I think, as you mentioned on the Ball Quest podcast, Austin, a game like this, you're going to go in knowing that, hey, I can put up some stats. If I'm these skill guys, maybe you do make some of those plays. Jalen Wright needs about uh, 60 yards or so to get to 1,000 yards. He had 75 last week on the first play of the game. After that, the running game was kind of bleh. So, I mean, like, how, how do they get the running game going? Which, again, has, has been – able to feast on lesser teams like Vanderbilt. Well, no doubt. But, I mean, how about get Jalen Wright more than, you know, two carries, carries in the first two snaps and two carries in the, the three of the last four snaps of the first half. I mean, your rotation's just been odd. Um, Three-man fronts are causing this offensive line problems. They've got to address that, and they've got to figure that out. You should be able to move these people up front, Rob. You should be able to run the football. They feasted on this defense a year ago. Tennessee has... Uh, Get his 1,000 yards, get him lathered up, and let's go. I, 
love this. I mean, this is the reason. I mean, we can talk about you know, people being up for this game. The reason I think Tennessee has an easy time of it on Saturday, Tennessee can run the football. Vanderbilt cannot stop the run. They haven't stopped it all year long. They're the worst in the SEC by a very wide margin. And to your point about Jalen Wright, he's averaging about 11 and a half carries a game, yet leads the SEC in yards per carry. Now, I'm not saying he needs 25 carries a game, and I'm, this is not, I'm, I'm a long way from the only person to have this opinion. Let's give, you know, let's feed him the rock a little bit more. I couldn't agree more. I, having said that, though, a storyline for this game, and as the week kind of unfolds and you get, uh, get on towards Saturday, who are going to be some of those guys that are blocking for Jalen Rod, for Jabari Small, Dylan Sampson? You know, Javante Spragans is not going to be there. He's going to be out for the season. Josh Hopple made mention that he hopes John Campbell, Gerald Mincy, uh, can be available for this game. Dane Davis went down there towards the end of the Georgia game. So, yes, I, I think even with some of these reserves on the offensive line, you should be able to run against Vanderbilt because it's so bad. But you're to a point now, Austin, where some of your reserves are banged up. So, obviously, a storyline, offensive line health and secondary health uh, entering this game. Defensively, Tennessee should be able to make some plays. Vanderbilt, uh, you know, not really super talented on the offensive side of the ball. they got a couple of nice skill guys, but uh, this is a defense that hasn't gotten home as much of late. Do we expect the defensive line to look more like the defensive line we saw in September or the one we've seen in the last three or four weeks? Oh, I think there's a chance that they could have a nice day here because of where that Vanderbilt's offensive line is. The bottom line for the defense is they just got to get off the – Daggum field. field on yeah. third down. I mean, I love it, what it's, spicy. I mean, it just, it's just bad. I mean, you know, it's, it's, been, it's, it's a brutal. scramble. The it's last a, two weeks has been, you brutal. know, it's third six and the linebackers are 18 yards deep mm -hmm. in zone coverage. It's not getting your hands on a guy on third and five when he's running a, a release off the line of scrimmage. You can go on and on. They have to get off the football field. Whether that means you're sacking the quarterback, whatever you got to do, just get off the football field and get it back to your offense and let's go play football. And the maddening thing is it's, it's not just been third and long. It's not just been third and short. I mean, they've been bad at all of it. They're better at third and one than they are at third <laughs> and seven. probably yeah. true. <laughs> and, and those trends are in losses, too. Wrote about it after the game at uh, Georgia. You know, we looked up some stats there post game. I mean, Tennessee and losses, the four losses this year, just abysmal. And really, yeah, it's, it's been better in short yards on third down than third and five, third and six, third and seven. So, I, to go back to what you said, Austin, I think the way you started this regular season – is the way you're going to end this regular season. Give me James Pierce to have a big day off the edge. Well, end this thing with this question. Thanksgiving. Cranberry sauce, yes or no? No. Pointless. I already know Rob's take. I just – He shakes his head in disgust. Burped in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I don't see everybody. the need in it, right? I understand. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Hope you have a lot of turkey, and we will talk to you on the General's Quarters. For Eric Kane, Rob Lewis, and Brent Hubs, I'm Austin Price. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets.
Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York.